You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hey guys, so we're back to 51st Dates and this week has been full of guests and today we have a returning guest, which I kind of hinted yesterday and this morning when I posted. Um, we have Jeremy back. And Jeremy was actually, I think you were episode one of this season. Okay. But it's been like a month and a half since I've actually been back recording. And, and this week, we just had a whole bunch of people that were interested. Um, so we're going to go back and talk a little bit about yourself. Just an overview. Who you are, what you do, um, how old you are. And then we'll start talking about what we've been talking about behind the scenes. Uh, well, cool. So, so happy to be back. Um, I had a ton of fun uh, about a month and a half ago on uh, the first time that you had me on. And, um, you know, since then, some stuff has happened and you and I've been kind of talking shit a little bit. And, <laughs> it's just uh, a good conversation. Yeah, so, I feel like, so I feel like there's some new content to share to mm-hmm. the masses, right? So uh, Jeremy Jensen, mm-hmm. uh, I own a 27-person executive search firm here in Houston. I'm 36 years old. I'm divorced. And, uh, yeah, so I'm single. I live in the Heights and um, single and ready to mingle for sure. (laughs) So some of the stuff that has come up with you and I, like when we talk, is just relationship stuff because it's just a whole bunch of crap sometimes. And then, of course, talking shit to each other about random stuff, right, Mm -hmm. that we kind of feel the same about. But, like, different perspective, right, because you're a guy. Um, And so... Well, I think last time, I don't think we really talked about, like, where you were in the dating scene. Or you were. You were barely trying to get back in and just kind of have fun and make friends. So what is your, where are you now at that, like, in the dating scene for you? Yeah, so not much has changed in that arena, I would say. Um, You know, coming out of posting the podcast, and I think we we got a ton of engagement. A ton of my friends at least listened to it. And, And some people kind of organically reached out and said, hey heard the podcast, let's grab a drink. And so, you know, for the last few weeks, I've uh, really been, you know, uh, kind of foot on the gas pedal, um, going out and meeting friends and but like meeting dates? people. Like actual dates? 100%, real okay. dates. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, you know, casual dates, okay. right? Okay. Um, I haven't put on a, a, a sport coat, let's say, in the last month and a half. So. so does that make a big difference? Like, do you feel like that would make a big difference? Is like when you act like, is that more intentional if you put on a sports coat? Kind of uh, I definitely think it is, okay. right? It's, okay. it's more formal. It's, there's a little bit more intentionality behind it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to saying, you know, hey, let's go grab drinks at Wicklow. Right. right? right. So mm-hmm. um, I would still say that they're considered dates, right? Right. And I've met some incredible people. There's still some people that I'm talking to where... Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting to know them and getting mm-hmm. to know what they like and, and, uh, they're certainly getting to know me. And so, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun for the last six weeks for sure. That's good. That's fine. And actually I think your podcast, it's the second most listened to. Uh Oh, we yeah. gotta be number one. Yeah. No. So uh-huh. the, the number one is this other, a single dad who's like one of my best friends and he, I post him all the time on my social media. So when he came on my podcast, all the girls knew about him. Uh, and they just wanted to know everything. So his went up really fast. But you yours is second. Cool. Like, yeah, yours is second. And yeah. which is funny because you're like season three. So his is season one and yours is three. So there's a lot in between. Yeah. yeah. But still, y'all were to the top two. Um, and so, so okay. So you're still kind of just uh, casual dating, mm-hmm. trying to meet new people, making friends. Mm-hmm. I saw something, and I think it was you. Was it like a dating resume that you posted? It was a dating resume, yeah. So we were at the office. Okay. And uh, 
I have a full-time graphic designer on staff at okay, the company, okay. mm-hmm. and um, sometimes, you know, we come up with these goofy ideas and something That was a good idea, it. though. I thought I it was real. I got over 300 yes. DMs with comments on that, right? So, <laughs> uh, it was real. It was real content. Right. I shared it, and... You know, I think it, it. I think it's something that we all should potentially have in the back of our pockets, right? Because mm-hmm. I think when you look at, uh, let's say, like a dating profile page, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've never seen a guy's, right? But I've only seen mine. But I see girls where they're trying to put what their interests are, mm-hmm. um, where they're from, things of that nature. But does it really highlight, you know, your mission, your vision, right. your values? Does it highlight your love languages? You know, I think that... Um, you know, really determining whether or not somebody is a potential prospect for you to seriously consider dating. Mm -hmm. There's so many other data points that need to be addressed in just more than 140 characters. Well, so, okay, if you're on Bumble, they actually now have your love language on there. Oh, interesting. You can select it. Cool, Um, And when it comes to my profile, like, I, for the most part, like, I make sure that people know from the get, like, I'm in charge, you're not going to fuck with me, and if you don't like that, bye. Like, and I've, I've showed some guys and they're like, Oh, that's a little aggressive. Uh Like, that's why you're not getting any hits. And I'm like, that's okay. Because that's where I'm at. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but so yeah, there is a lot of profiles where maybe it doesn't highlight as much as you think it should. Right. Or, Mm -hmm. or go a little bit deeper, but of course that's what dates are for and getting to know people. For sure. Yeah. But that dating resume thing was, I thought it was like something that's, you know, like something that's out there that we can actually do. Yeah. Something that was trending. Yeah. I was like, did I miss this? This is cool. Uh, So I can develop it, but I don't know. I guess I don't (laughs) want to be like pulled into the weeds too much for sure. (laughs) No, but it was a cool thing. Um, And then you also did a dating event for, was it Valentine's weekend? So it was Valentine's Day, actually. And it wasn't a dating event. So uh, let me tell you what I did. And um, so, you know, Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's, it's. A it commercial sucks. day, <laughs> right, where you can, you know, openly display uh, scripted, you know, love in front of your friends and family, right? right. And so um, I've never really been a huge Valentine's Day proponent. I believe that you should, like, show love and affection to your partner each and every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, I was uh, sitting at McIntyre's one day with one of my friends, and she was talking about how much she was dreading Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And I said, well, let's throw a party. Right. Right. And she's mm-hmm. like, what? Like, your house is under construction. Like, we're not going to throw a party at your house. Right. And so I said, let's let's shut down a venue. Mm-hmm. Let's invite 100 people. Mm-hmm. You have to be single. And it's literally just uh, a fuck Valentine's Day type party. Right. right? And right. so we're showing up. We're going to post the, to the Instagram stories. We're going to give all of our dating and married friends FOMO because they're not there having fun with us. Right. right? So we had 128 RSVPs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, shut down a restaurant on 11th Street uh, there in the Heights. Mm-hmm. It was like literally, uh, you know, on track to be one of the best parties that I've ever thrown. Right. And then fucking the snowpocalypse came. That's right. And so on Sunday or on Saturday, people were texting me, hey, is the party still going on? Right. And I was like, yes, it's still going on. I talked to the restaurant. Then Sunday came Mm -hmm. and we were getting like alerts on our iPhone, like stay home alerts. Like the roads are going to freeze. Don't die. Turn around. Don't drown. Right. 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 Uh, (laughs) And uh, and so. Obviously, a ton of people uh, regrettedly, you know, canceled. And, right. uh But we still had 50 people. And oh, so that's I really feel good. like I feel like it was a fun party. 
The challenge with the 50 people, though, is it's like my 50 closest friends. Mm. And so there weren't a lot of new people where you could meet, you know, new friends, right? right. So it was still a vibe. It was still good food, yeah. you know, and, and uh, so it was a lot of fun. Maybe it's something you should recreate again, not Valentine's. Like just Yeah, anything. yeah. And again, good. it's not a dating thing. People, right. were say, people were saying, oh, I might find my, my true love. Like, if you're looking for true love, like, get on fucking eHarmony, right? <laughs> like, this is a place where you can meet like minded individuals that don't have shit to do on 214 right right that right. are that are social that are interested in meeting new people and so a lot of new connections actually were made out of that right mm-hmm. that's good i love that i love that i mean it's a great idea i think it's a really good idea i would have gone but i had my kid and not just that there was a snow yep, storm yep. so i was staying home um and so okay so then another thing that we kind of talked about or that we've been talking about was um like me, when you meet new people, do you eliminate people that you are just kind of like having okay feelings about, or is it something that you meet people and you kind of like, okay, maybe this can turn into something and you let it evolve? Or is it like, is there just like a friendship bucket that you throw people into? Yeah. So that's a good question. Um, so you're talking about me personally yeah. or what I think that like no, no, no. the general population no, should No, no, no. I think okay. for yourself, like what is it yeah. that you do? Um, so I go into every experience knowing that it's just going to be a friendship, I think. Really? Um, yeah. Because I mean, we don't want to get let down, right? right. We don't want to like no, for sure. see a profile, stalk somebody's Instagram for two weeks, build up this massive anticipation for dinner. And then all of a sudden you find out that, like, you know, she chews with her mouth open, right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, everything's super casual. Um, I always confirm the day of, right, just mm-hmm. to make sure because there are a lot of flaky people out there. Right. right. But um, And so what I would say is every single experience that I have, right, because I have been dating, right, over the last few weeks, maybe 10, 12 dates, mm-hmm. um, I go into it with the anticipation that we are going to like become friends Mm -hmm. and then obviously things mature from there right and Mm -hmm. so i would say that the conversion for a second date truth be told is probably around 10 10 to to 20 percent um and probably closer to 10 percent though Mm -hmm. and so when you say um do you kind of put them in that friend bucket Mm -hmm. i would say absolutely right because I would say that like all of these people, 100% of them are interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I asked them out, right? Because I wanted to like get to know them. Right. But with that being said, I mean, the friend bucket, in my opinion, is like a vibe. Like that is a good bucket to be in. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then you can, it can turn into something else. Absolutely. So for me, I feel like even with like first dates, I go into it not necessarily with an expectation, but like... Sometimes there's a connection and I'm like, okay, this guy's cool. You know, something else could happen. But I think for me, it's like either it was a good date or a bad date. Not in the sense that like anything good or bad happened, but like, I'm just not going to talk to this guy again. Right. Like some dates I'll talk to the guy one time or we go on one date and it's like, okay, that's it. But I don't intentionally like create friendships with them. Right. There's maybe been one or two guys that I've, that's really happened where we just kept talking, you know, we would kept mm-hmm. going on dates and we mm-hmm. just kept talking and nothing else really evolved feelings wise. Sure. But we did become friends and it's like not a uh, lot. Uh, of did cases. he just not like grow balls and make a move? No. Or what happened? <laughs> so, what do you mean nothing know. happened? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't okay. know. I don't I, we were First of all, it. if you kept going on dates, <laughs> you were waiting for him to do something and he didn't pull the trigger. Maybe. So how do you feel about that? Because that's happened to one of my very best female friends I to think, where she's gone on three days. She stayed at this person's house. So I think 
when this one guy that real became really good friends, I don't think I was ready for a relationship. Oh, so okay. we just it, it turned into like we're just friends, we're just gonna hang out and yeah. nothing's gonna happen okay. kind of thing. Um we did kiss and that was like pretty much it. Okay. But we never really I don't feel like we ever really had feelings for each other. For sure. We just okay. would go out and have fun and yeah, that was it. Cool. Um but now now like the last well, I haven't really been on dates since like last year, October, but yeah. The last couple of dates that I have been on, I think I've gone in with no expectations. Mm-hmm. And I've told myself, this is not, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And it turns out a lot better there you than go. anticipated. Yeah, so I totally agree. For sure. I like have flipped it for myself. Where well, I'm so proud of you. I'm, Look at you. I'm not expecting You figured it out at 39 years I old, did. the secret to dating. I, I've only been dating for two years. Oh, so, there you go. You know, it's That's right. Weren't you married for like 20 years? I was married for 20 years. Oh, my God. I was, we were married for 20 years. We were together. Oh, okay. We were married for 13. Okay. So. Okay, cool. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I think I've, I don't think, like. I feel like you have a lot more girlfriends that you, like, it turns into a friendship. Sure, kind of thing. yeah. I don't see that often. I don't know. So I actually have a hypothesis. Okay. And I talked about this uh, with my friend Summer when we went out to dinner mm-hmm. the other night. And um, she was like, Jeremy, all of your friends are girls. Yes. Why? Right? Uh-huh. And I said, I have a hypothesis that I processed with my therapist the other day. And she said, okay, do tell. You're pretty self-aware. Let's mm-hmm. hear it. And uh, so this isn't on your little question sheet. No, it's We're not on my segue. question sheet. <laughs> so I meet a ton of dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Just socially, friends of my other friends. And um, obviously, like, several of them are going to probably hear this podcast. But um, I have a very, like, m- minimal amount of guy friends because that I think that guys mm-hmm. are either losers or posers nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like literally 95% mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. losers or posers. And for whatever reason, I'm bougie as fuck whenever it comes to like opening up and letting that person come into my life as a real When friend. it's a guy. When it's a guy. Okay, okay. And so the problem is now I take full responsibility because my therapist is like, well, why don't you think about that? Whenever it comes to women and I say, well, women are beautiful creatures. Women are creative. They're inspiring. They're loving. They're caring. Mm -hmm. They're nurturing. They're all these things that for whatever reason, I don't think that women need to make $500,000 a year or women Mm -hmm. need to, you know, hit certain milestones by a certain age. Because, again, I get my love and affection from women very, very differently Mm -hmm. than kind of what I try to look for in a relationship with a friend that's a dude. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, and so, anybody that is listening to this, if you're a dude and you and I hang out, obviously you're not in that category. <laughs> we're like, we're homies, I promise. So, right. Well, yeah. but then it's different, like um, those different kind of relationships where if it's like a business relationship versus mm-hmm. like forming true friendships. Because true friendships, like girlfriends for myself, I really only have like two or three ladies that okay. I actually, you know, really talk to. And then yeah. guys... Maybe one or two, right? Manny from here from the studio. What about me? Yeah, but it's different because <laughs> different. We, we're friends and we can talk, mm-hmm. but but it's different, right? Like sure, the relationship. Sure. And again, I'm a girl, you know, so for you, you have that kind of attraction yeah. with girls and yeah. friends. Um, so, yeah, so no, I can totally see that, like your circle. And of guys here's another small. hypothesis, too. I think that, like, the good guys are booed up. Really? Right? Uh-huh. There's not a lot of single good that guys out there. It might be true because when you go to yeah. a bar and there's like, oh, that guy's super cute. He's this, he's that. It's like, oh, he's got a wife. Uh, oh, he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> so you might be right. 
I mean, I was off the market. All the good ones are I, taken. I was off the market for 11 years, yeah. for sure. So I'm fresh <laughs> back on, I'm fresh meat. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, I'm like, what else were you going to talk about? What about um, those type of, like, relationships? And I don't know if you've had that experience where you meet someone and it's, like, zero to 100. Like, you just, this is my girlfriend, we're going to hang out every day. Or, you know, or you have feelings for someone yep. right away. Mm-hmm. versus like the the slow build like you said becoming friends and mm-hmm. letting that evolve Have yeah you had that so kind of i so i've experienced that one time okay um since my divorce mm-hmm. and it, it was an individual who was like physically gorgeous right mm-hmm. and so i think the reason why i fast-tracked it in my mind was like i could 100 percent like see the, the photos that we would be taking together, the attention whenever we walked into a gala or a fundraiser right. or a work event, right? And I fabricated this, like, perfect scenario of what I envisioned as a relationship right. to where I think it was me that kind of made it zero to 100. Mm-hmm. I was buying her gifts. I was taking her places, right? I had met her family very early on. Mm-hmm. I would do dinner with her family two nights a week, right? And, um, but she and was reciprocating, over, like course. everything was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was a unique circumstance because um, she had young kids. Mm. And so she didn't really have the ability to come out on four or five nights a week to go on a date. So I, naturally I would go over to her place or go over to her family's country club, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. And, so, um, and so in that specific instance, I would say that um, the zero to 100 happened very, very quickly because I like wanted that picture perfect relationship in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what what happened was, is I got so emotionally invested so early to where it took a little bit of like prying to start seeing the red flags. Right. Mm-hmm. There was a meme going around the other day that it was like, uh, see, the interesting thing about red flags is I like to wait to see how red they get. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I think that that's true. Uh, for those of us who, you know, just don't like to be alone, maybe we're not right. in love with ourselves yet, right? right. Um, to where we're seeking validation and acceptance and love and nurturing from other people, right? right? Um, I think that's a scenario where we would go zero to 100. Right. But I would say, in my experience, you're in for a really massive letdown right. whenever that happens. No, for sure. And I think for like you and I, and you're talking about it, like we were in long relationships before we became single. Yep. And for me, I think it was that idea of like, okay, I'm okay. Like I've been in a long relationship. The next thing is another long relationship, right? Okay. So I instantly, right when I uh, got separated before my mm-hmm. uh, full, like complete divorce, I started dating and there was this one guy that I was like, this is it. He's a dad. He's, you know, hardworking. We're, we're going to, like, come together. Our families are going to be great. Everything's going to be great. But it was, like, so soon after my separation that I was, like, not being realistic about it, right? Yeah. And, yeah, the letdown was really hard. And it was something that it took me a long time to get over. But now that I see it, I'm like, that was so stupid. Like, I had just gotten out of a really long relationship. Yeah. How was I going to jump into that? Yeah. So, I've definitely been in that but situation. But see, you say that it was stupid. I'm going to defend you a little no, bit. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Like, Not I get like it. stupid, stupid. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just got to Because we have to do that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it helps us learn. Definitely. Right? And so, you know, all like all of my female friends, right? I used to say girlfriends, mm-hmm. but then like it freaks people out. They're like, how many girlfriends you do you have? Ten girlfriends. yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but, but they're just like constant, like heartache after another and they get, you know, their hopes up and they get burned Mm -hmm. or cheated on or this or that. And I have to remind them like this shit happened to all of us when we were 23 years old. 
Yeah. Right. And and it helps like create that resilience. It, it helps us create that kind of like definition of what mm-hmm. the picture perfect spouse looks like. Right. Because when you're 20, right, mm-hmm. quite often, at least nowadays, it's the person that's going to like look best in an Instagram photo. with you, <laughs> Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you might, you know, literally look the other way. If they, you know, don't have the same feelings as you do whenever it comes to religion or family or career right. or whatever the case is, right. right? And then you have to, like, get shit on mm-hmm. several fucking times right. for you to realize, like, oh, wait, that dweeby-ass engineer in the corner over there that makes 130 grand mm-hmm. that's 27 years old, mm-hmm. right? That's got his shit together, that's never cheated on a fucking spouse, mm-hmm. right? That has an amazing relationship with his mom, yeah. Right? Like, that's my fucking guy right, right. there. I don't give a fuck yeah, if he's six foot three line. and 143 pounds. Yeah. Like, we'll get his ass in the gym. I'll turn him <laughs> into the person I want him to be. But it's the things that you can't change. Right. Right? That that I think that we need to kind of, like, organically fall on our face a few times. No, yeah, it's true. I just, a lot of lessons learned. And, yeah, two and a half years later, I'm definitely in a place where, no, it's, like I said, it's not, it was stupid because of me to just think that everything was going to be perfect, yeah, yeah. right? But definitely not stupid in the sense of, like, it was a lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. Now, like, totally look back and I'm like, okay, I get it. I know what happened. <laughs> I, I get rejected all the time now. I'm like, that's fine. I'm good. Bye. Like, uh, I don't really care anymore. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let me. But okay. you get rejected yeah. uh, because you shoot your shot. I do. That's the reason why you get rejected. All the time. And so, <laughs> you know, I shoot my shot all day. And for, I do, too. And for whatever reason, like, nowadays... Um, like people will like kind of like skirt around mm-hmm. the no thank yous, right? Yeah. If it's a no thank you, be transparent. You don't need right. to lead people on nowadays, right. right? Oh, I'm very flattered. I see you more as a friend. I hope that doesn't affect our friendship. Right. Perfect response. If, so if a dude that. is sliding in your DMs, right? I've done that yeah. a couple of times and the guys are like, you're even rejecting me before I even ask you anything. I'm like, yeah. I'm just being honest. Oh, that like, guy's a pussy. Like twice yeah. I've told guys like, hey, I think you're cool, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And they're like, I haven't even asked you anything. He's like, I'm being rejected before I even. Like, I'm yeah, like, those guys are insecure and they don't. Yeah. I'm like, you I'm just have said letting it unless they're getting there. Right. Like, yeah. I just kind of felt that vibe. Sure, sure. And to where I was like, I need to be honest with how I feel about 100%. you because then you're going to see me out with someone else and it's going to hurt your feelings. And I'd rather you just know now. That you're absolutely right. I'm into you. So, For yeah. Sure. We talked about it a lot yesterday in the podcast from yesterday. Okay. My guest was. Um, he was one of my good friends and he's gay. Yeah. And he talked about how he's he's very direct, very open and honest. And I just feel like that's how we should all be. Yeah. Especially like you. I mean, you're you're going out with all these girls and becoming friends. Like, at what point do you kind of know, like, okay, I have to be honest with her. Like, I like her like a friend, but, you know, nothing else is going to happen kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you feel that out? Or how do you know? I mean, when I to think that it's usually that? very reciprocal. Right. Okay. Um because I feel like you kind of get what you put into something. Right. And then when they see that it's like very much migrating to being a friendship, mm-hmm, then it's mm-hmm. very, very reciprocal. You know, there there have been times where I think I have had more feelings than she had, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I applaud those young ladies that were like super honest, open and transparent. And I have enough like humility to where I don't like just cancel them. Right. Um, now, I have enough like... Um, emotional intelligence to know like okay i need to create boundaries for myself though because if i know i have feelings for you and you we're obviously still friends like we're not going on one-on-one dates anymore, right right because i'm gonna set myself up for failure and so right. um and then there's obviously been instances where you know the young lady has had feelings for me but it's i think one of the things that's unique about myself 
is I have the confidence to like articulate why it's not a good match. Does that make sense? Without yeah. like hurting yeah, feelings. Yeah, yeah. And good. then the light bulb moment goes off and they're like, oh yeah, you're absolutely right. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think, you know, just being 36 years old, right. And having dated for the last 20 plus years or, you know, been in relationships, I've gotten to see not only what I do like, mm-hmm. right. But, but even more so what I don't like. Right. right? Oh, and for so sure. I can vocalize those things. How long have you been single now? So I've been uh, divorced for probably about 20 months. Oh, okay. uh, and then I was uh, single for probably about a year before that. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's about Are you the asking thing. me out right now? Do you want to do no. dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, just, I'm trying to think because your way of thinking is like, like you've been single for a lot longer. Kind oh, okay. Of thing, your mentality. Like, it's two and like, a half years a long fucking time. No, me too. Because yeah. I've, I've, it's taken me two and a half years. But so my last dating or, mm-hmm. or, you know, me even being into someone else was over 20 years ago. Because I met my yeah, yeah. husband when I was 18. Okay. So. I mean, in I bet you were fine school, back then, weren't you? Of course you? I was. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so when I was 18, like, in high school, I had boyfriends, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't anything serious, yeah. right? Like, we'd see each other in school. My parents never let me go out, like, okay. outside of that on dates. I could go on, like, group events, and yeah. I would do that. And so then I spent 20 years with someone, and so the last two and a half years, I feel like I've had to learn all these lessons really fast. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like you've gotten to that point a lot faster than me for some reason, uh, but I don't know. It's a guy thing, I guess. It's it's probably a guy thing. So I attribute a lot of it to uh, EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have a tool in that business framework called the VTO, the Vision Traction Organizer. Okay. And so, like, in a way, I apply a lot of the, like, business principles that have helped me scale my business. Because you're a guy. You're very I logical. do. Yeah, I do. I systematize. I'm, mine's all about dating. feelings. But no. Mine's all about feelings. Oh, feelings. I think feelings can evolve, though. I don't think. Yeah, they do. I don't don't think that, like, you need to have, like, the massive sparks and, like, physical and emotional attraction on the first date. You don't think so? I don't think so because I was in a happy relationship for, like I said, 11 years. Mm -hmm. And and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that, like... Uh, years into the relationship, I loved her more. I found her more attractive than, you know, whenever we first were courting. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like there has to be some kind of physical attraction. Oh, certainly. Yeah, but physical attraction is binary, I think. I guess. Like, I don't know. know. Like, there's the 1 to 10 scale, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people put a shit ton of influence on that Mm -hmm. because of the way that, like, you'll be perceived by others, right? Like, well, I'm not going to date that person because, you know, he's bald or he's overweight or whatever it is, right? Right. Because my friends or or my parents or my family or whatever Mm -hmm. are going to potentially judge me and scoff or whatnot. Um, I'm a believer that, like, like attraction is binary. You're either a one or a zero, right? Okay. And then it's all the other variables that go into right. determining whether or not you're a good fit right. that make you an eight, nine, ten. For Does that sure. make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 definitely. And so I think... And so I, my point is, is if it's just ones or zeros, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking ones out there. That's the point that I'm no, making. So yeah, no, definitely. I think that 
I've met a lot of guys where I'm like, eh, he was okay, but mm-hmm. there wasn't, like, any other connection. I've sure. met really cute guys that I've gone out with, or, you know, handsome guys that I've gone out with. And uh-huh. at the end of the day, we talked for a long time or, or you know, connected, and there really wasn't, like, a deeper connection sure, there sure. where I was like, oh, this is not going to work out. Yeah. Um. So I just I just feel like, yeah, there has to be some, not, like, sparks and, like, all this shit. Like butterflies no. in your stomach and I, shit. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I think, so the last date that I went on, I'm telling you, I think I kind of was, like, no expectations. Yeah. I'm like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And then the guy sat down and he was, he's a really cute guy and really everything, right? Like physically everything was perfect. Yep. And, um, and not perfect, but just my type of guy. And then he started talking and we talked for like four hours and I was like, this is even better. A hundred percent. You know, so that I think helps, right? So where's this dude now? This is the greatest first date ever. Where's <laughs> no, he at? Is no. he engaged to somebody else? No, this dude's incredible. No, 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 no. Give a shout out. No, Your listeners no, want to hear. No, I'm not. Um, okay. Anyways, so, <laughs> moving on, Jeremy. Um, no, and so then there's other guys that I feel like they're not as cute, and I'm like, oh, could this really be something? Like, yeah. He's a really nice guy, yeah. but I'm really not feeling physically attracted Sure, to sure. Then so why'd you go out with him, though? Think about it that way. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker yeah. probably went home, called his mom, called his best friend, said, I went on the most incredible date with this banging Latina, so. right? Don't like, don't even go out with the motherfucker no, if you're not attracted to him. But no, but I think, like, some of those have been, like, friends, right? Sure. Where I'm like, okay, like, and it is not even like we're going on a date. Like, it's like, oh, let's go have food. Or, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, It just randomly sure. happens. Yeah, and yeah. then it turns out, like, oh, they maybe have feelings for me. Uh-oh, like, everybody has feelings for you, though. Oh, nobody does. Uh, nobody does. That's why I'm single. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. You yeah. have to have some physical attraction. 100%. I agree. It doesn't have to be, like, out of this world and, you know. But, but I do. Do you think. Ooh, let's segue that. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fucked up. Okay. <laughs> so, there's a lot of people that, like, used to be eights. Okay. Right? And then, mm-hmm. well, you know, well, for whatever circumstance, mm-hmm. now they're, like, a six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in their mind, they think that they're still an eight. Yeah. And that they think, like. Uh, well, dude, these guys suck. Like, what the fuck? Like, so, I'm not getting what, dude. You need to realign your expectations. Right, like, you're no. not an 8.5 anymore. And not I, you. I'm just saying. No, no, like, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's a funny, like the whole, like when I was in high school. Yeah. You know, like the football player. I thought this guy, I love him. I'm gonna marry him. He's yeah. everything I want. Yeah. Twenty years later, I find him on Facebook, and I'm like, ooh, I'm so glad I didn't go there because oh, he's you're no longer. A hater. You no, know, I'm not being a hater. Yeah. So. So, yeah, no, I think you do. You have to realign yourself okay. to where you're at. And so what's going to induce that? Does it take a friend? Does it take to tell a dating you you're a coach? Six? What? Well, who does that? Somebody needs to fucking tell you, well, right? I've, I'm sorry, but I went from a six to an eight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I used to be. No, we were looking at pictures. Yeah. I was like such the typical like mom yeah. versus where I am now. Yeah. My confidence and just everything has grown. 100%. And it does take. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's been therapy. I okay. go to therapy and I make sure. And then your friends, right? Like hyping you up. Like yeah. That. So so speaking of going from a six to an eight, I actually met a young lady um, that like used to be extremely large. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, she was single forever. Didn't date. Was not like, you know, physically connected to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then in her mid 20s, she lost 130 pounds. Wow. Right. And so when she looks in the mirror. She still sees a fucking three 
in her mind. Oh, wow. Right? And it's like, like you are incredible. Your heart, right? Um, your career. There's all these different components that t- illustrate, right. like, you are a fucking catch. Yeah. And she doesn't believe it herself. Mm-hmm. And so what's she doing? She's she's feeding in to the people that are, like, fawning over her. Right. That just want it to be a transaction. And she thinks that it's something more mm-hmm. because she's so optimistic around all the fucking romantic novels and all right. the movies, right? Mm-hmm. And she needs to realign her expectations to, like, know these guys see you as something, right? Mm-hmm. And you are worthy of something so much more. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, and no. And so and I just... think that there's definitely, there needs some, there needs to be something that exists mm-hmm. where you can be in like a real talk fucking forum mm-hmm. where people can say like, you know, you're you're kind, you're worthy, you're special, you're this, you're that. But I think that's a self-evaluation. Like, you talk about being very self-aware. And mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, like building your own self-awareness and knowing your own self-worth and self-love and confidence, like, all of that comes into play. Yeah. It's taken me a really long time. When I was married and had two kids and overweight, like, I really, I didn't feel as strong and confident as I feel now, yeah. right? Two years later that I've really been putting the work in and just really been... Um, evaluating myself and knowing, you know, what I deserve and how mm-hmm. much more I can do for myself. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's all a self kind of evaluation. Understood. And again, going to therapy. Like Understood. So is that something that we have to do on our own? Or is it something that we can go to a forum, right, of people that are all like in the same connected circle in the same boat where we kind of like rah rah siskum yeah. by each other. I, I feel mean, like that exists. We need yeah. to, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to start spotlighting those and, and maybe publicizing them a little bit more. It probably is yeah. a lot. It probably is out there. It has to be out there. Understood. All right, yeah. let's go to the next question. Uh, that segue. was it. That was the yeah. question. You had questions. You had you had thoughts and ideas and everything you were gonna talk about. That's not all the questions. Yeah. You had a couple that weren't no. on there. Let's talk about it. No, I they're in my phone. I gotta and my phone's being No. So you mentioned one Okay, let's see. Where you said, um, what's up with guys being insecure about women that make more money than them? <laughs> no, that's not the question. Right? I no, said... no, that's the real question, though. That's happened. My friend Catherine and I had this discussion mm-hmm. the other day. She's mm-hmm. very successful. Right. And there's a guy that they were vibing. Mm-hmm. And, like, he legitimately said, like, hey, it intimidates me that you're more successful than me. But that's good that he was being honest, though. I think he was copping out. I think he just used that as an excuse. Really? Friendzone! They're fucking friends. It's like, dude, if you are not attracted to her or you don't like her personality, like, grow balls. That's not a thing. Oh, so he just used her being... I don't know. Who knows? But is that really a thing? That's the question. I mean, I don't know. I don't... That's my thing. So, I don't know. I feel... I feel like I am... Successful in my own way, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I make all this money or do all these things, but I I have goals and I like I'm I'm a doer, right? So if I say mm-hmm. I'm gonna do three podcasts this week, I'm gonna do three podcasts. Like yeah. I I have stuff to do every day because yeah. I set those expectations and goals for myself. Yeah. And some guys, I feel like to them that's like being too much or mm-hmm. you know overly more successful than them. And if that's what they see as more successful, then that's. They're copping out, I feel like. That's, sure. That's an excuse no, for but, something but else. But doers, but doers, I don't think, is like a cop-out to say, like, you're more successful. Now, like, me personally, I know I personally want someone that's got, like, the bandwidth to give me the quality time that I want in a relationship, right? Right. And so, mm-hmm. like, I could absolutely not date somebody that, like you know, had kids and they were on like a fixed schedule to where it was like every other weekend or mm-hmm. whatever that they had available. Like I need more 
uh, uh, I need more time to develop that emotional connection in order for me to like be in a monogamous monogamous relationship, right? right. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of my experience share there. But it's not because like I'm intim- intimidated by the kids, right? Or I'm intimidated by um, you know someone who potentially like works mm-hmm. into the evening if they're like a very successful law firm partner or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. And so um, with me, it's just it's very selfish because I just need that time, right? Right, in mm-hmm. order for me to feel fulfilled. And I think I feel like I've heard that a lot. Like where guys are, I just need that time, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like there's people out there. I guess I have time. I don't have time. <laughs> and you know what? There's a lot of different ways. That you can spend that time, right? To where you can, it doesn't mean that you're like fucking sitting on the couch right. playing Fortnite, right? <laughs> um, because you can be in the gym together. Right. You could be walking Memorial yeah. Park. You yeah, could yeah. be hanging out with friends, doing, you know, game nights and things of that right. nature, right? But, right. you know, me being a very social person, you know, it's not just, you know, the looks or the career or, you know, the, that emotional connection and the mutual respect there. Like, it's about, that time it's about the connection is about this person has a million different options mm-hmm. on what they could be doing right now and they are choosing to be with right. me right like but I think that's that goes sexy. both ways that's so sexy that goes both ways i mean i would love a guy that's like yeah let me come meet you let me come see you you know 100 percent. that's, 100%, that's yeah. the vibe yeah yeah but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> are you just not that cool or what i guess not I'm so not. here's another hypothesis i think that um, I mean, we all know this, right? This mm-hmm. isn't like a newsflash. But if you meet dudes on fucking dating apps, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have 30 fucking girls right behind you. Oh, in I line, know. Right? No. So, like, I feel like we need to be very intentional yeah. about making connections with people that are not on dating apps. Yeah, yeah, no, Like, for it's sure. almost like you're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Um, no, and I've talked about this. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with apps. Like, I am on them but I don't use them like I'll delete them often like right now yeah. I'm not on anything and I haven't really been yeah. Um. so yeah like I get that and it's true because yeah. it goes both ways the girls I mean there's like you're having six or seven conversations a day yeah every, so it doesn't work oh damn look at you Miss high work. volume <laughs> it doesn't work it doesn't work though to me I've had more success with people that I've met in person 100%. in my network in yeah. my circle versus on the apps mm-hmm. or on Instagram or something like that right you right. follow people that have mutual yeah. you know friends and interests and things of that nature I don't think I've ever gone out with anybody from Instagram okay uh, I've gone out with one guy from Facebook oh okay so, yeah. People still use Facebook? That's a thing? Yes, it's a thing. Oh, okay. I'm old, okay? I oh, use Facebook. Stop. Okay, 40-year-old. <laughs> well, like your birthday reminders or something 40. like that? Do you still no. see like, handwritten cards to Gam Gam? Yes. No, oh, I love Facebook that. Facebook is a good uh, networking space yeah. for... But you, what? You, you're on Facebook all the time. Be Not quiet. all the time. No, so the 45 others... minutes a week I'm on Facebook. I look at my screen time regularly. So the other side of that question Uh-oh. about success was, sure. um, yeah, I mean, just in general, you're a very successful guy. So if you meet someone who's more successful than you, would it work for you? Ooh. Uh, so there's... <laughs> that's a fucking fucked up question to ask me. Um, so I, I'm very proud of the fact that I own the largest privately held executive search firm in Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I joke. I'm like, yeah, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. Right. Yeah. Because people just think that it fucking comes out of nowhere. Right. right? Or that it involves luck. And so I would say that I personally not have met a single woman mm-hmm. um, that's more successful than me. But I, the reason why is because I just need to upgrade the circles that I'm fucking in if that's what I'm looking for. Right, right. right. Now, I've met plenty of women 
that come from families, right, mm-hmm. that have much more wealth than I've accumulated in my 15-year career, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that personally does not intimidate me. In fact, I actually prefer that mm-hmm. because it means that they're not dating me for my money, right. which is always going to be like a seed in the back of my mind, right? Mm-hmm. And But they might be accustomed to the lifestyle. Right. Right. If I grew up, if if I'm a 26 year old young lady, right, who's got a professional career and I'm intelligent and ambitious and social. um, If I grew up in a seven million dollar house right in River Oaks, Mm -hmm. I'm sure as fuck not going to move to some four hundred thousand dollar house in Cypress, Texas. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And so I do think that like it goes back to aligning, right? Like things have to align and you have to kind of be on the same page about your expectations and and how that's going to work So so, yeah, I am looking for someone that's potentially seemingly more successful, right? In the grand scheme of things. Right, right, right. Um, Somebody that like is a workaholic. Um, I would say that that is um, not intimidating to me, mm-hmm. but like I said, right, I, I've, I've dated those individuals and for whatever reason I've been uh, unfulfilled is right. the word that I'll use because right. I didn't get enough attention and right. affection in those relationships. Right. right. That was good. I like that. Are you done? I'm done with that thought. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, I don't have any more questions. I don't know where you think I have. Uh, no, questions. I mean, we can go. That's where all we got questions. 39 minutes. We're at 30. Is that good no. enough? Is yeah, no, no, no. We're good. I all think right. our last podcast was about the same. Okay. Um, okay. So where can people find you? Um, so you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. and it's just my name, Jeremy Jensen, J-E-N-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, shoot me a follow. I'll follow back. DM me and uh, we can stri- strike up a conversation from there for yeah. sure. Fun. So are we going to do an event? A singles event? I'm going to do a singles <laughs> event. It's my thing. I'm known for that, right? It'll be uh, fun. Again, we're not looking for true love. If you want true love, you need 114 different data points to you match need, you. You need huh? Jesus. You need no. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you need First of all, Jesus is incredible. Um, but no, the, the, the thing that I'll touch on there is it's a place where we can like, you know, go and meet like-minded individuals mm-hmm. that want to have fun that want to create real organic connections and um and that could turn into something romantic and true loving 100 <laughs> percent. we all want to be loved yeah that's the sure. resounding commonality of human beings is we all would like to be loved <laughs> thank you guys for listening and thank you jeremy for being here again we'll have to bring you back again awesome we'll see you <laughs>